This is Charles Haley. You're listening to nothing but Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handoff, sweeps to his right, gets to the 20. He's on the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Break the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's out of the right side. crew is back in the same building i don't know what's happening <laughs> i'm your guy 49ers mike underscore nfl to my immediate left like like right under my arm yeah, over here get off of me my guy brian <laughs> he is stater underscore niner brian what's going on man how you doing another beautiful day in paradise all right all right i need an update how's the area how's the smoke uh fire's blowing up it's almost at four hundred thousand acres and uh, the one that's next to us is basically 85% contained, so it's no longer a concern for the most part. 85% contained is a good thing. The one, the little one that's by us, the one that's ginormous is, uh, it's like 15% contained, and it's, yeah. They're, I don't getting, think ready, they're getting ready to evacuate two more cities or towns. I don't think there's a such thing as 15% contained. It sounds like you don't have control of that bitch at all. Right. That's well, it's, it's a So <laughs> containment is considered areas that the that firefighters have done enough job that they're like they've cooled down hot spots and there's they're saying there's no potential for anything to restart there mm-hmm. all right okay well you know prayers up to the area and hopefully uh no no lives are being lost and no uh not too much damaged property or anything i'm sure that the, that kind of insurance is you know all over out there so i'm sure people in their property will be uh, they'll be uh, reimbursed for their properties, but you don't you don't want to lose any life or anything like that. So that's yeah, mostly just you know, Bureau of Land Management uh, owned areas. Yeah, yeah. I always thought it's so weird. Like as a kid and out here on the on the on the East Coast, specifically in the Northeast, it's usually like damp. We don't get like super dry, even like during droughts. It's not dangerous like that. But I lived in the woods, and I remember one day I was so scared. I took a magnifying glass into the woods, and when I got home, I couldn't find it. 
And in my head, that's how all the big fires <laughs> in movies and in the West start. A magnifying glass laying there. The sun shines down on it. It starts by burning up an ant, and then just boom, the whole forest goes It's all your fault, floor. Mike. Yeah. That's, that's really how I felt when I was young. So I like I went crazy. Like I went out uh, to the woods the next day, and like I was not leaving until I found it. I found the magnifying glass. Nothing was burnt, and I felt like it was all a lie. It was all a dream. Like I just didn't. I didn't understand why nothing happened. So uh, that's what it was. But you know, um, I'm assuming the fires don't start like that normally. Typically, no. I mean, usually, I mean, it's lightning strikes or some sort of. Person not somebody throwing into a, what they're doing, human causes. No one throwing a beer bottle on the side of the road. No, it's usually like somebody goes out with an ATV that doesn't have a spark arrest on it or something like that, or or a chain a guy. Somebody's out doing uh, wood cutting in hours that they're not supposed to. Um, obviously, in the past we've seen bad things happen from fireworks and stuff like that, um, but they really kind of nailed that down this year. I mean, they basically prohibited all fireworks except for the professional shows and those um, damn gender reveals. <laughs> well, I haven't seen anything bl blamed on that. Um, and then the other big one is uh, just due to the prices of housing people, there's a lot of homeless camps that have been turning up out in the woods because, you know, they can't afford to live in this area anymore and they still, you know, have jobs and stuff here. Okay. All right. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it is what it is, man. So we're going to run through these formalities really quick. I know we're wasting some time here. We're going to let the uh, people get in here in the room, guys. I can't wait to talk to you guys. We have a new phone number and everything, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, first and foremost, if this is your first time here on the YouTube page, please hit that like and subscribe button. Turn on your notifications so you know exactly when we're going live. We always love talking 49ers with you guys. And so this is how we want to do it, all right? Right here on this channel, like, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. Let people know where to find us. It helps us all out, I promise you. So thank you guys in advance for that, okay? Um, the next thing here is going to be some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine ERS. Again, that is nothing but nine ERS. So please make sure you guys give us uh, follows over there. And then we have Instagram, Twitch, as well as Facebook. And that is nothing but Niners. I think Facebook is probably our biggest platform. I really, really do. Uh, I don't know if we're taking advantage of it the best way that we can, but Facebook has thousands and thousands of subscribers over there. So uh, it's a, it's a thing of beauty out there. I like it. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Again, I'm 49ers Mike underscore NFL. He is Brian. He is Stater underscore Niner. And uh, I think that's all I got for right now, B. I think that's all I got for right now. Yeah. So welcome everybody to the After the Madness show. Yeah, we're here. The madness is over. Uh, you like this layout? I feel like I can see my pores. <laughs> you, you don't like it? It's just different because we're so you're used to having the set, the one that's set back further. So you know what's bothering me? All right, here it is. It's Mike's OCD time. I'm gonna put it all out there. <laughs> when we when we zoom out, seeing this flag with the red behind it. Oh, sorry, on this side. Yep. And no red coming from behind on that side is driving me nuts. You are not symmetrical, man. <laughs> I, bro, it is. Look how you're sitting on the couch. You're not even in the middle. But when I was sitting like this, I was in the middle. See, I, I did it based off of this view. But now, if we zoom out, I'm going to have to adjust. Oh, man. There we go. There we go. I'm all adjusting it. You guys see what Brian's doing, man? Y'all see how this guy is treating me? All right, so let's start the show with a contribution. We saw one in here before the show ever started. My man, Walter. Go ahead. Take, bring it down here, man. 
So Walter sends us a $5 donation. Thank you very much. Uh, who's ready for some 49ers football? This is our year. I agree with this man. Absolutely. I agree with this man a whole lot. Um, you know, I've been trying to I've been trying to talk myself out of feeling like Mike, we can make the Super Bowl this year. But I can't help it. I can't help it. You know, when we were talking the other night about if it's sustainable to have all these highest paid at their position guys. Right. Remember we were talking about that? And now I'm sitting here like, well, we, we do have a lot of those. Like, so doesn't that mean that the window should still be open? Um, I mean, the window is wide open. And the way that the the Fed, as they're called, uh, has been handling contracts, I mean, everything's staggered. So, I mean, they can continue doing this as long as they want, I think. Really? So, all right, Brian, you got to talk me off a ledge or tell me I'm right. Are you concerned with the 49ers and their uh, their Super Bowl odds? What? Odds from who? Well, just like, how, how do you feel about it? Like, if, if someone were to talk to you about right now, uh, if you were give me your top three NFC teams to make the Super Bowl, who would they be? Um, us. And then uh, the Bucks, and probably the Vikings. The Vikings, though. Yeah, because I still don't think that Rogers is going to play. <laughs> so in, until he shows oh, up, okay. it's the Vikings division. So I heard somewhere that it would cost them more money to cut Aaron Rodgers than it would be to keep him. Uh huh. Because his if he holds out, then his contract just tolls. But if they cut him, then or he retires. They're going to be hurting because if he so makes, then, decides to make that move, according to the CBA, all of his guaranteed money is due at the time of retirement. So, I mean, he could get like the post 6-1 cut type. So they'd have half of it or three quarters of it due next year. However, they break that up. I haven't looked at his contract, but it gets broken into two over the next two seasons. Look at how long this continued. And then finally someone said 49. Or not. <laughs> That's funny, man. My guy Mike is in here too. Um, so that means you know what that tells me? He's showing up. He's just not showing up to the mandatory crap because I don't think he's showing up. He, he has no reason not to show up, man. I just I think I, it's personal, you know, based on you know what he put out. I think it was, you know, his way or the highway. And obviously the team went with the Green Bay way, and so that's uh not gonna work for him. I don't understand. I, I hate Aaron Rodgers. I hate talking about this because it's pissing me off. I don't know what else this guy wants. Like NFC championships, you've been to what three in the last five years or something like that. Like what else? Are, what are you? What are you trying to accomplish, moron? I don't know. I'm I'm having a hard time uh, accepting his uh, stupidity. So. Hey, I could be wrong. He could show up. Maybe the money's more important. I just don't think that it is. I think he's kind of ready to move on. He's got a new uh, love in his life, and he wants to spend more time with her. I think. It's not Danica Patrick anymore. No, it's uh, um. Oh, I can't. Told you how much how much celebrity gossip I pay attention to. I can't remember her name. Uh, she was a, she was one of the few uh, Hollywood people who showed up at the um, when they were getting um, the keys the, the pipeline in 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 the Dakotas was getting you know approved. You know, uh, and, they had, and they had the big bunch of people show up and protest. Yes. It. He was part of that. I can't remember her name though. I know who you're talking about, and I don't remember her name either. 
All right, so look, this 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 comment here, I'm seeing this a couple places, right? All I'm hoping for this year is health, nothing more. And I'm gonna say BS. Whoa, okay. Now, not that you don't want people to be healthy, I do believe that, but the nothing more part, come on. We have to we have to throw a flag on this, right? Because if it was nothing more, that means that if we're healthy but we don't win anything, you're content (laughs) with that or you're happy with that. And I don't think anybody's thinking that way, right? Well, I think that I mean maybe that wasn't the intent of the comment, but if the team's healthy, they're going all the way. Right. If the team's healthy, they're expecting to win, not just to be healthy. Like that's not the. That's not where the where the ball stops. You know what I'm saying? That's that can't be it. So I don't know. All right. All right. Let's uh let's get to what we saw on Twitter today. See, we're we're doing a little bit of a combination here, right? So let me get this comment off of the screen. Sorry. Uh oh, by the way, uh Fernando, I was just messing with you, man. Don't take that personal at all. All right, don't take it personal. Boom. One week from today, the 49ers, rookies and veterans together. Report to Santa Clara for the opening of training camp. Damn it, we made it, guys. We made it, man. Oh, what a long, long time. Uh, We're going to finally have some 49ers news to discuss. I can't wait for it. Oh, man, this is going to be excellent. Um, Let me ask you this question, though. Um, Do you know whose birthday is today? Today's birthday? Yep. I'll give you a hint. They're not on the 49ers. Then... No, there's a lot. I'll give you another hint. You've never even heard of them. It's my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, quick. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's what was taking me so long. I had to go like, so I got, I got home from work really late. My daughters were in the shower. Then we said goodnight to them. And, uh, you know, and I get them ready. I'm putting up, I'm ho- hooking up the show and everything. And I'm like, babe, did you have the girls call my brother for his birthday? She's like, oh, crap. And I was like, yeah, crap. So, like, I'm sitting on the steps singing happy birthday to him really quick. Um and then I ran and started the show. So happy birthday to him. One week from today on his birthday, the 49ers uh, get together for training camp, man. This is going to be a lot of fun. Very interesting. Um, any thoughts on that other than the obvious? Like, let's go. Let's hurry up and get to it. Uh, happy birthday to your brother. Happy birthday, quick. All right. And then here's the other one I saw on here. Let's talk about it. Thoughts on these all white 49ers helmet. Well, I, I wish the graphic god would have put on the right white uniform. <laughs> that does not have the shadowing in it. Very true. Very true. Uh, um, as far as the that, helmet, I mean, I, I like that it's got the red uh, face mask on it for sure. Um, you know, the other graphic that we saw uh, with it on, from the side. I mean, it's it's tight looking with you know with that white uniform like that. Um, uh, but I still like the gold man. I'm always going to be the gold helmet guy. I'm going to post the one with the. Uh, with the all white also just to see how it looks uh so people can see it here in the, in the chat also okay so yep. let's just let's get that one pulled up here because you know this picture is one thing but like i like i said i i have to see certain things from the side i can't i can't just be like oh yeah that looks good or that doesn't i need to see the side of it that's where the details are and uh so let's see what we let's see what we're working with here hold on one second and boom now imagine that with that. Are we are we digging that? Uh. I like the color scheme. I just I'm always like I said, I'm always gonna be a gold helmet guy. I mean that's my preference. 
Okay. All right. I mean, I, and I respect that. That's cool. Um, but there's you gotta nothing have gold. gold. You got to have there's, gold somewhere. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's nothing gold in any of the uniforms. So, like, the, are we like? I guess the helmet is the last hope. Well, yeah, I guess so. All right. All right, fine. All right, fine. So, guys, listen, we're going to open up the phone lines to everybody. All right, we want you guys to start asking us some questions. The NBA Finals are on. I'm missing it. I need someone to do me a favor and type in the score right now. Please, 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 please type in the score to the NBA Finals, guys. I do want to know what the score is. Uh, I was watching the game, and then my wife rudely interrupted because she knew I was going to be doing this. <laughs> All right? She couldn't wait. She couldn't wait. She couldn't wait. Uh, Charlie B. Barkin. Oh, Charlie from All Dogs Go to Heaven. That's one of my favorite cartoons. Uh, top five 49ers quarterbacks of all time. Okay. All right. Joe Montana, Steve Young. What? Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. I mean, damn. Steve Young. You're all over the place. Jeff Garcia. <laughs> um, Alex Smith. And Tim Rattay. Okay. What you got, man? Uh, we answered this before. Um, so Montana, Young, Garcia. Um, Come on. Alex Smith. Uh-huh. Colin Kaepernick. We won a lot of games with Cap. I, I'm putting Cap in my top five. Well, I mean, I was going to go back, like, in the Wayback Machine to, like. Before I was born? Before I was born, you know. Oh. Like Brody. Oh, so we're paying some homage. Yeah, some Brody. Or... Yeah. I got you. I got you. All right. So, oh, I forgot to put the phone number up on the screen. I want to hear from people. I knew I was in the middle of doing something. Right. So that's Call... the Today is the, uh, you know, give back show. This is your opportunity to chime in and answer some questions on your own and just talk freely if you text was, in or call in. I was inspired by Miss Debbie when selecting the new phone number for us because her number has 49 in it. And so I said, well, I'm going to do the same thing. It took <laughs> me like five minutes because the, the app that we use randomly generates phone numbers. <laughs> oh. So you had to so, go through it a couple times? Yeah, had? I had to back out. I kept switching. So <laughs> I, what I do is I select the San Francisco area codes, which I believe are 415 and 628, right? And so um, that's what that's what I was uh, like cycling back and forth between. Whichever one gave me a 4-9 uh, at the end was the one I was going to go with first. So we got it here. I'm going to put that across the bottom. And in case it's going too fast and you guys can't see it, I'll make it the big one. Uh, that pops up by our names down there. Boom. All right. So we want to hear from you guys because we did this entire series. Uh, and I want to know some feedback. You guys uh, can call in. You can ask 49ers questions. You can ask personal questions, uh, much like what we did on the shows. Um, and I, I also would like to – I'm going to ask each person that calls in a question about the show. Okay? Um, it could be trivia based off of how long they've been watching. It could be ways that you would like us to do or other things that you might be interested in us doing. Uh, so you guys got to be prepared. I won't ask any questions like, oh, who has the six most sacks on the 49ers ever uh, and expect you to know who it is because I don't know who it is. Right. 
so I wouldn't I wouldn't do that to you guys. I, I'm not here to uh, test your knowledge of the game or the love of the sport. I just want to know thoughts on the 49ers uh, and how we cover them. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble. All right. We need All right. interaction, guys. Come on, guys and gals. Now, I'm expecting to hear from some people who are always on us, man. And when I say always, like my man Callie, I mean, there, there's just a lot of regulars in here, Albright. Yeah. Yeah. Get these guys up there, man. Let's I'm see what's going on. on. Uh oh. Was that a text? I think he has to go outside because he ate two bowls of food already. Ask my man to take you outside. Good boy. He's like right on your heels. You know, run her over. Get her, Poppy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Unfortunately, we've had to reassign your phone number. Wait. Oh, ha, ha never mind. That's an old oh. message. I was like, wait a second. We should we should actually test this out. We should make sure this is the right number. So let me call it from my work phone, which is here. And I memorized our phone number already because it looks like a toll-free number. So 628-877-8449. Boom. I like that. That's an easy number. Ladies and gentlemen, it's on. All right. Here we go. And we got a missed call from a phone number already. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while we're talking here, man, uh, Brian, I want to I want to ask you something um, about the the NFC West. So I know you you may you scrunched your face up when I said let's talk about fantasy during the show. Uh, okay. At the end of at the end of the show, like if you guys got fantasy football questions, do you yeah. not play fantasy football? Like, what's up with that? No, I don't play. Last year was the first time when I was with you guys. That was the first time. Well, I mean, since like forever ago. But I'm trying to be like in a serious league. Um, I'm, I don't do. I just don't do it. And like it to me, it's a little too early for that because we don't even know what the teams are. Like there's, you got players that you think should make the squad that might not. So you know, I, you know, there's only so much you can really do. All right. Well, let's start with some of the questions people are throwing to us in the chat because I did say in the little write up that they can post their questions in there and we would get to them also. Uh, where'd it go? What just happened? I don't know. I clicked on something. Oh, I got it. I found it. I found it. Rob Schmidt. Who? How many yards? Huh? It's a lot of syllables. Uh, never mind. Go ahead. Schmidt. Yeah. How many yards per carry do you think Sermon will average? Um, yards per carry, not per touch. So this is only rushing. And this is this is going to be a fun question. I, I have an answer too. Four point two. <laughs> I would be extremely disappointed if that was the case. Extremely disappointed. Okay. Uh, I Trey, I expect Trey Sermon to average almost six yards a, a carry. So I, I know that something closer to that, but then I was like, that no. He's a rookie. I, I just, mm. No, yes, that is true, right? Yes, you're absolutely right. He's a rookie, and that sounds like a lot, but with his vision and balance, uh, his ability to hit the hole, he might not pop off a lot of big runs, but I think he can consistently carry the ball four or five yards at a time. Um, and so add in the big ones that he is going to eventually get some of, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, I think I think it's a, re a reality. So, are, do you want to change your answer, Brian? You want to keep nope. it? No, I'm, I think he's gonna. I think I don't think we're gonna see. Did you put this up here already? Uh, I did not. Oh, okay. I haven't gotten that far down the list. 
Oh, am, did I skip a lot? Oh, there's a bunch in here. Oh, my bad. Let me let you do your thing then. I'm just <laughs> looking at I'm stuff. Put, I'm trying to skip over questions. That's all. But yeah, I was looking got, for Shout out to Mike's brother. Happy birthday again. Uh huh. Uh huh. Happy birthday, bro. All right, we can take this off of here. He's not watching. He's an Eagles fan anyway. F him. <laughs> Happy birthday. F you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that uh, I think that being a rookie, I mean, I would expect to see great things from him, but I just, you know, I think same same as you know other rookies that we talk about. Um, but there's a learning curve, and I I just I expect that he will be in that range probably eventually. But I think this first year, um, I think he's going to be a little less than what we want to see. I right. still think he beats out Mostert for the starting job eventually, though. And when you say starting, you mean physically starting, right? Yes, like, the first the first snap of the game, Mike. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. He might not get the ball on the first snap of the game, but first snap of the game. I've, I've documented it. I've been – I'm on record saying that I think he gets more carries earlier than people expect, maybe even as early as week one, as long as there's no injuries or anyone. All right, I like this feedback. Okay, we need some phone calls. No, they don't want to call us. People, people do get shy, and I understand that. That actually happens a lot. People don't like their voice and things like that. So, you know, I always understand. I understand how that works. Now, you said you were not clicking questions. Is that what you said? I was clicking over the questions. I was just doing the comments. Oh, okay. Let's let's do some. Oh, we got a score update. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, I need the Suns to uh, come back. Right now it's uh, Buck 68, Sun 66. Uh Uh-oh. Ask and you receive. All right, here we go. Oh, wait, let me figure out. Hold on, let me figure out how to put this thing on speakerphone first. And we're live. Hello, who are we speaking to? This is Hugh Tara from the great state of North Carolina. What's up, Big Mike? North Kakalaki is in the building. Now, Brian, say something. Let me can you hear him, Brian? I can hear him. Yeah. Hey, yep. Big Brian, what's going on, man? How you doing? Good, yourself? All the way airborne over here in Fort Bragg, North Carolina, man. Doing big things, doing the, doing big things, shouting everything out. Right on. Love it. I absolutely love it, man. So, all right. Thanks for calling in. You're our first caller on the show tonight. So, you know what that means? Yeah, it's got to be something big. We Niners, we got to go big or don't go at all. Talk to me. All right, so this is this is what I'm gonna do. Uh, first of all, I want to know how long have you been watching the show? Not tonight, because I know we've only been on for 26 minutes. <laughs> Man, uh, I started picking you guys up. I think it was early last year. I, I want to say early last year. Uh, you and Breezy and Tony and uh, I, I didn't see Brian until a little, little later on, but you, Breezy, Tony, and Nick. Uh, very early last year, man, and and I just I've been y'all had me on a couple times, and uh, you know we done parted and celebrated a little bit. Nothing bananas. I'm on Facebook, uh, Miss Debbie. I'm on Twitter. Uh, uh, as Billy Bill Billichek would say, I'm on the Snap Face and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the tweets and everything else, man. All right, love you guys. Well, I appreciate that. So I feel like you're kind of new to the show. I mean, but I appreciate it now. If you had any criticism, or no, I tell you what, what, you've been watching for a year, you said. Uh, we changed up a couple of things last year throughout the year, uh, trying to make the shows a little bit more interesting, a little better. Uh, what's something that you would like to see more of or less of from us? 
I'm going to be totally candid and honest. Uh, I am a sports junkie when it comes to watching all shows. I watch, uh, and, and I don't know if this is, you know, too correct. I watch ESPN. I watch Fox. I watch Skip and Shannon. I watch First Take. I watch uh, Jalen Rose. I'm crazy about those guys. Everything. And everything's kind of dominated by them Dallas Cowboys most of the time, mm. especially with Skip and everything. But I got to say, man, with nothing but Niners, you guys are just the most comprehensive uh, guys, and you gel so well together. I was thinking in terms of – I, and I'm a little old school here, so this goes all the way back to Irv Cross, Jimmy the Greek, and Brett Musburger. Maybe you guys need to bring a little feminine energy in there every now and again and have a, a, an astute female to to give a little a little vibe on there every now and again. Okay. Uh, a lot that old Jane Kennedy action or that little Phyllis George action. That that would be my one little take every now and again cuz uh you know that that's always good in the in the me too movement going on amen. Um and uh also I, I just think y'all do a wonderful job and I got a, a quick question to throw at you. Absolutely. Man, what what is going on with Jalen Hurd? Is he ever going to get on the field, dude? Is he? What? Tell me. What is Jalen Hurd going to play, man? Talk to. Me. All right. If he doesn't play this year. He won't be on the team anymore. Oh, see, okay, <laughs> see, see, you gave us something to argue about, not just something to talk about. Now we're about to argue. All right. So listen, I'm going to thank you for calling in. We're going to answer your question uh, with you off the line here. But I want to thank you for being our first caller for the night, man. Uh, we're going to look into uh, everything that you said. And I'm going to answer a lot of what you said um, when, once we get off the line here, okay? Awesome, man. All gas, no brakes. Love you guys. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. And be safe out there in Carolina, man. I like that. All right. Now, let me turn my volume down because I'm probably really loud now, right? You're good. Oh, okay. So uh, his, his recommendation, uh, his suggestion was, to get, um, you know, some female influence on the show, right? And I like that. Now, he he said that uh, he's only been watching for a year. We used to do this thing where uh, it was called Behind Enemy Lines, right? Yep. And some of you are familiar with Tracy Sandler and the works that she does. Uh, Tracy has an entire network, uh, Fangirl Sports Network, and they cover every team. And so what we were doing was, we would do behind enemy enemy lines where uh, we would preview each week um, the games, okay? And part of the preview was to uh, talk about how uh, the strengths and weaknesses of our opponent, and we would ping pong information off of each other. And Tracy's network is all with the proper it, it was the fan girl, okay? It was all girls, it was all women, it was all females. Uh, and so we were doing that for a really, really long time. Um, but then they kind of just a lot of cancellations and couldn't make it anymore. And I kind of felt like I was being a little too tedious, like asking, you know, are, are they going to do it this week and not and all. So I kind of just kind of let it go. But I thought it was really fun. And I think that you I think, you know, maybe it's something that we'll look into again for this year because it was I enjoyed it. And apparently People want to hear it. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. I like getting different uh, perspectives and all that. So we're definitely going to do that. But Brian, we got to argue right now, man. <laughs> we have we have to argue right now. Well, before we argue, 
We got a donation from Sean back in the house. What about YA Tittle? Who did I say? I mean, we skipped over Tittle. No, I threw a random name out there. I you thought said I said Rate. Oh, <laughs> this, this is what I meant to say. I swear this is what I meant to say. <laughs> you said I swear. I swear this is what I meant to say. And I was like, well, who did I? That's why I asked who did I say. That's what I, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> Sean, I was right there with you, bro. We're in sync. Like, never mind. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, no, I, that's who I meant to say, really, Tim Rate. That's why you made the face you made when I said that. Yeah, when you said it, I was like, what? <laughs> but Damn. Hey. Okay. All right. So that was Everybody my Everybody has their own opinions. I was just going to no, leave it No, 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 no. Don't, don't try to put that on me. That was not my <laughs> I just misspoke. That's all. I misspoke. 7169. Um, what? 7169. Okay. And that's for uh, the, the Bucks. I really need phoenix to come back all right so uh what was i gonna say oh you said that if he doesn't get on the field this year yep it's over yep doesn't he have one more year under contract uh, it doesn't matter okay this is where we disagree all right we gotta talk about it now now we're gonna have some fun with this okay. all right so you're saying it doesn't matter if he's got another year under contract or not and right. i am going to heavily disagree with that because sure. even if you let him go because he can't stay healthy or whatever, the potential is still there, and he's still cheap. Is it going to be cheaper to sign him as an NFL? Because he would be a veteran, right? Wouldn't he be considered a veteran? He'd qualify for vet minimums, or is it based off of playing time? Yeah, I'm not sure on that one for him. So this is this is what my, my disagreement is going to be, and I could be wrong here. But if it's based off of how long he's been in the NFL, because technically he's been in the NFL, just not participating, right. he's a veteran, and it could cost more to cut him and then bring him back than what he's going to make on his rookie contract, no? I'm pulling up his contract right now. And that's why I don't think it'll be his last year. Now, that's all predicated on me being correct and it costing more to obtain a veteran than it would be to keep him on his rookie year. So, so Brian's going to look up the numbers, and he's going to say that I'm wrong. I can feel it in my stomach. If if we cut him after this, like if for some reason he gets hurt, right? We have we owe him the money for this season, which is on the hook for one point one six million for this season. Not a big deal. And even his next year's salary is only one point two. But if we cut him, his dead cap space is only two hundred eighty thousand. So I mean, you're opening up over a million dollars for next off season. And if you've been paying the guy three years and he just can't stay healthy with serious, you know, potential back injuries and stuff like that or broken back. Um, I just I think that at some point they're just gonna if he's not healthy this season he's gonna be done. And then maybe of his own accord he may decide to walk away because he's like I'm tired of this not being able to play football. Right, but what's the what's the what's the vet minimum? Uh, for next season, I uh, is there a way to look that up? I'm not yeah. sure because I heard I heard someone say that earlier also. And I'm like, nah, you got to well, keep him one more year. It's eight fifty this year, or um, depending on your accrued seasons, right? Eight fifty or nine twenty, basically depending on how many seasons you have. Okay. Um, so I would assume it's going to be about fifty thousand dollars more than that per, you know. So you're looking at nine hundred or nine seventy next year, probably, which is. And it's fully guaranteed, also, right? What if you well, no, I mean, if they don't make the roster, like you can give, like, we have 90 guys on the roster, we got a couple of guys like Kevin White who's got a vet minimum deal, but if he doesn't make the 53, then we don't owe him anything, 
Right, but if we release him and then we try to t- pick him back up off of potential, I guess it depends on when you do it. Like if you do it in the off season, I right. guess. Well, I mean, when we pick up guys in mid season or you know week two or whatever, if that guarantees injuries, their contract. It doesn't guarantee it for the year. It only get like if we read it, their their contracts typically are very minimal, like eight hundred fifty thousand, like what I was saying a minute ago. Um, but if they get hurt, then it's guaranteed. If they don't, if we cut them, then we only pay them for the week or two that they're on the team. Yo, that, what is wrong with the NFLPA? How can they let that happen? I don't know. I'm not part of that, that conversation, is, man. <laughs> no, I know. But do you understand how crazy? Like, what's the point of telling me I have a guaranteed contract if nothing in it is ever well, guaranteed? No, they're not guaranteed. It's just a vet minimum. Like, you're guaranteed to get this much money if you're on the team. But if you're not on the team, then you don't get that money. Oh, so, man. So veteran minimum, obviously, is more than what the, you know, the $680,000 that the, you know, the unrestricted free agents are getting or the undrafted free agents are getting, you know? So the NBA, the NBA, the NFL is the only sport that doesn't have any kind of fully guaranteed other than the signing bonus, I guess. Right. I mean, when you have like, uh, obviously, uh, your players who are getting two, three, five year deals, they have some sort of guaranteed money in there. And that money is guaranteed. Right. However, a vet minimum deal is not guaranteed unless they specifically say it. Or, you know, like in Sudfeld's case where they're like, okay, we're going to give you a $250,000, yeah. you know, or $238,000, whatever it was. Um, then that money's guaranteed, obviously. But if we cut him, there's nothing else to be paid. But we have technically $283 million or $1,000 in dead money if he gets released. Right. Wow, man. I, they got to do something. about. They got to help these players, like, live out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, they that, that's not right. That's not right because you can get injured at any time. And I understand the injury guarantees is probably what the, I guess the bargaining chip was like, let's get the, let's get the guaranteed money uh, in case we get injured because these guys are getting hurt and then getting sent home for pennies on the dollar. But like, damn dude, like seriously. Oh man. I feel, I feel bad. I feel bad for the players sometimes. All right. So. Well, yeah, Cause I don't understand like, as much as I understand how this works, like when I've gone like in a deep dive trying to figure out, um, how these guys get paid, like during training camp, who's paying, like, I'm not going to show up to work for a potential, you know, like I need to get paid <laughs> somebody, right. you know, so I don't know how that works because if you cut a guy during, you know, before the 53 man cut down, then they don't make anything for their salary. So I, there has to be some sort of money that gets paid. I just don't know where that money comes from because it doesn't come off their contract. Yeah. All right. All right. I won't uh I won't dwell on it too much longer then because I uh that's that's sad. All right. I don't know either. Okay, but that was good. I like I like that he got us I, it wasn't as much of an argument as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but I still feel like with his potential if he did like okay, remember how we were talking about D4 um throughout the season. We said that if he he's either on this team or he's going to retire. The Niners can't get rid of D4, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of feel the same way about about um, about Hurd, but not because of not because of how big his guarantee is, like how D Ford's was. It, but it's because of if that potential is still there and he's still interested in trying to show you what he's got. I feel like at some we were we were talking was it last night, maybe the night before we were talking about how uh, 
why I thought Jarek McKinnon was on this roster still. Remember, it was like we paid you so much money and you haven't given us anything. We're going to see what you got at least. Yeah, but and I think that that's season. different because McKinnon fleeced them, <laughs> basically, you know, and heard, heard it. I'm not trying to say his injuries are any different, but he hasn't gotten paid anywhere near the money McKinnon got paid, you know. It's true. That is true, man. Uh, I hope I hope he makes it back, though. I really, really do hope he, he makes it back. So I nominate Crystal Peachy Brown for the women's touch. Listen, so I thought about that, but I know she's working with Breezy, and I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I don't want to feel like I'm, like, poaching someone else's talent. Y'all know me and Peachy, man, that's my girl. Like, y'all know, y'all know Peachy's my girl. But I can't, I'll be like, hey, you know. So, you know, I'm always looking for recommendations. If you guys won't have any, please, please, please let me know. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely look into it because I'm all for it. I'm all for it. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got going on here. Tied game. Oh, let's go, baby. I like it. This is what the Suns need. They need to be down. They need to be struggling, and they need to learn to play together as a team because that's where it was all falling apart. I really figured that game would be over before we started tonight. No, they it didn't start until nine. Oh, yeah, it was, it was a start earlier. It was a pretty uh pretty late start. So, let me see uh what else we got here. Oh Call it now. Look at you. Okay, B, let's go. I see you. My man is over there doing his damn thing. Yeah, baby. All right. Let me see here. I believe the 40. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Did we talk about this? I believe the 49ers will go 14 and three. Three what? Theotis. That's his name. Theotis. Uh, say so. I got you. And Rams. one hundred. I like it. Oh, and he says he likes the gold helmet. See? We talked about the gold helmet on here also, Brian. You want some gold. You got to have gold. We're the 49ers. I mean, that's the whole premise behind the name. I mean, Sing the song. <laughs> you got to have it. You you know, do you know the song? You know the 49ers song? No. Have you ever heard it before? We're the, the 49ers rap. Have you heard it? The rap? Oh, shit. Which Hold are on. you talking about? The one that... uh, The oh. 80s or late 80s, early 90s. No. They did the video for it. Oh, God, I hope this isn't copyrighted. I'm going to do it. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. Okay. Make it my eyes water. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> this is terrible. It's so bad. All right, here we go. You, you remember this? Ah, let me hear you freestyle over it. Oh, I can't I sing it. I mean, I don't remember it, but I've heard that before. No, I said freestyle. Give me your own words. No, that's not me, man. <laughs> I'll be the guy in the back going. <laughs> Obviously not at the same beat for minute there, but. <laughs> oh, shit. Listen to how long that intro is. They're asking for bars. They're asking for it. That's Sorry, funny. I lost our spot in the question. I'm trying to find out where we're at. Hey, let's go. 
Why is it? We got our man DJ with all these comments, but not calling a phone. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. All right. Let me see here. Let me see. Look at this. Okay. Hey, Niner for life. No. No. Okay. Can we have an honest talk about this? I think we've done it before. Do you guys really like that E40 song? Now, they got the tongue out here, so I think they're making fun. But come on. Like, my girls say it to, like, mock and annoy their mother. Like, that's when the girls start singing it. <laughs> He raps like he has pudding in his mouth. <laughs> did you hear what she just said? I did. <laughs> he Babe. was still eating pudding. Oh, shoot. He, I don't care. Brian called someone out, and they're okay. calling us out. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let me get it on speakerphone. Let me turn up the volume on the microphone. All right, who are we speaking to? 49 for life. <laughs> you mentioned me, so I called, Mike. Okay. Uh, this is Robert O'Connor from deep down south. Not deep down south, but uh, I'm in Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, I want to let you guys know, like, I truly love you, gentlemen, Mike. I, I stopped going to mainstream media and get my 49 to do. I come straight to you guys. When no. I want to vent, I call Rumble. But when I want to get some you know, information on my team and what's going on is you guys. Y'all y'all chemistry is like perfect. Y'all do a little arguing, a little fighting, you know, you men's men and you're passionate about our team. That's right. See, I like did you hear what Absolutely. he said? I don't listen to mainstream media anymore because of what, like, that's what I'm talking about. I, I love hearing that because I always felt like they weren't representing us well. Well, I mean, how much mainstream, how much mainstream media out there is truly authentic and not trying to get clicks or people to read articles or you know or watch their show or whatever you mm -hmm. know on on one of the main networks or whatever you know all everybody's got a, a uh, an ulterior motive and we don't right no no y'all y'all just y'all y'all give it straight and you know. Like I said, y'all men's men. I know that you love the women, the women in y'all lives, and you know y'all good representation of of this minor empire. So this where I come. When I want somebody to piss me off, I go I go listen to Grant. Though I do do this. <laughs> <laughs> when I want somebody to piss me off, I go listen to Grant. He says, "All right, so how long how long have you been watching us?" I mean, uh, uh, I'm gonna say off season of 2018. Oh, okay, like, okay. Yeah, I've been around. I, I, I catch y'all. I try to catch all the shows. Every once in a while, Mike, when you say something like this, agree when you sit there in the comment with something short, like, no, no, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> How could anybody ever Disagree with me. I'm always right. I don't get it. Mike, I, I know you're not always right. Listen, I'm surely part of the empire. I know you're never, you're never wrong. It's the rest of us that are wrong. We just got to get caught up. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just a couple steps ahead. You know, I'm just misunderstood. That's all. I'm just misunderstood. All right. So, all right. So, here's my, here's my question for you. Uh, now that I know how long you've been listening, um, there, do you, you've seen some of our shows where we're talking about like the superstitions and all before the game and everything? Right, right. All right. I got to know if you have any. Uh no no uh I don't have any superstitions before the game um um I don't I guess kind of I don't let none 49er fans sit in my 49er chair I guess you call it like, 
I like that. I like that. That's right. You can't get in if you're not. If you're not. All right. I like that. I respect that. And, and I'm a little different with y'all. Like, like y'all, hey, be close to y'all. Y'all let the people in y'all household choose, you know, their fanhood. Hey, I can't do it. You live under my roof, you're a niner. Sorry, I can't kick my six. Well, he was six at the time. I couldn't kick him out of the house for liking the Seahawks. We lived, we lived in the area. <laughs> I understand. I understand. You know, you know, so what I did with all of my children was when they were born, you're Niners. You're a Niners fan. You're getting the clothes. Like all the apparel, whatever, whatever. But then as they get older, I mean, you know, that's when I was like, all right, fine. If you if you don't want to like the Niners, it's fine. But you better not let me hear you cheering for another team. So right. Well, <laughs> you know, I come from a I come from a mixture. Like my dad, he's a Steelers fan. My mom's a cowboy. And I told him, I, I always tell them to it. It took y'all two to make the uh, a, a child of the greatest. You know, that y'all are just second class citizens. You know, but every year, my wife, my uh, my mom tries to like around Christmas she'll throw a little something in in our gift. It has a cowboy uh, logo on it to try to get my wife to come mm -hmm. over to the dog side. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I, but I always make sure she see me washing my car or her car with whatever that is. <laughs> Can you imagine someone putting a cowboy's jersey in there and you're washing the car with it? That is funny. <laughs> You need to uh, make sure you tell your parents how appreciative you are because, you know, we as parents always want our kids to be better. You became a Niners fan, which is way better. <laughs> that is I'm going to make sure I play this for mom tomorrow. I'll make sure she gets to hear you say this. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling some words are coming back to you, B. All right. So, all right, listen, thanks for calling in. I really appreciate it. Um, do you have any, any suggestions, anything you would like to see us do more or less of even. Uh, the only thing that I, like I don't have any suggestions or anything that y'all should do, but um, not even that I even feel like this. But I just want to say it. Don't let anybody divide y'all. Mm. Not even saying that there's any notions or any comes out like that. Like, regardless of what y'all endeavors y'all go out and do, come back home. Nothing but nines. I love it. Yep. I love it. No division in the ranks, man. That's right. I like that. I like that a lot. Breezy, I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, all right, maybe, all right, that's what I'll do. I'll do that off the line here. I'm going to I'm gonna explain Breezy's position here. Um, and when I say position here, like just what's going on with him, not his position here with nothing but Niner. So I'm going to explain that all. Uh, but thanks for the call in, man. We really, really appreciate it. All right? All right. Ready and go until I'm dead and cold. That's right, baby. All Absolutely. day, man. Let's go. Thank you. All right, so I we I think I've said it a couple of times, but I don't say I miss. I guess I don't say it enough or explain it enough. Uh, so Breezy is building his brand, and in order to build his brand, he's going to have to put more time and energy into that one instead of this one. So y'all know, y'all have seen the shows. Wayne likes to talk, and there's no way, <laughs> there's no way what we do in a week is enough for him. Right. right, he he talks, he sings, he plays. I don't know how this guy's vocal cords work anymore. <laughs> I, I I don't know what they're made out of. Is animantium? Is that is that what Wolverine's mm -hmm. stuff is? Right, like this guy has got to have animantium like vocal cords and lungs because he's always on the go. Uh, he's always doing something, and so you know, breezy. There's no division here. Oh, let me turn the volume back down. Sorry. 
There's no division or anything like that. We are all still much, very much family, all still in the same group chat. We get down with the, I probably should check my phone to see if he texts and ask for a code. Because that's another thing I'm famous for. Yeah, you forget to do that a lot. <laughs> I, I really do. No, no, no. I don't see anything. So, okay. I'm in the clear. I'm in the clear, guys. I'm in the clear. I did not not see him. I did not not see him. How do how do I say that without a double negative? I didn't see him. <laughs> no, not that's not him. it. I, I didn't didn't see him because there was nothing for me to not see. Right. So I did not miss him. All right. There you go. I didn't miss him. I didn't miss the message. There you go. All right. Boom. Double negative eliminated. Oh, right. shit. Let's do it. All right. Let me get the speakerphone on. Is my, is my volume all the way up? This speakerphone is kind of trash, man. All right. Who are we speaking to? Hey, Big Mike. What's going on, man? You know, it's your boy, JTATL, man. What's going on? Can you hear him? Barely. Oh, hold on. Let me try something else. Hold on. Hold on. Let me do some adjusting over here. All right. Let's try that again. Who are we speaking to? What's going on, Mike? It's JTATL. What's going on, big baby? JT, what's going on, man? Not much. How y'all doing, fellas? Man, living a dream and dreaming to live. You know how it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. First and foremost, man, love the show. Love what you guys do, man. I respect the hell out of all you guys. Like I always say, man, it's a pleasure, man. We look forward to these shows. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much for the support. Now, how long have you been watching? Oh, uh, Mike, I, I uh, beginning of 2019, uh, I found you guys on YouTube, and ever since then, you guys are my go-to. I get upset with you guys when y'all don't drop a show, you know, uh, quick enough, but I know you guys got your own lives and things to do, so, you know. <laughs> all right, that's cool. That's what's up, man. Um, All right, so you got a question or anything like that for us? No, I'm going to make it quick. I really, Brian, you know, Brian, I came here for you, baby. I came here for you. Uh -oh. We gotta talk Jimmy G talk, man. We gotta talk Jimmy G talk. Jimmy G talk. Uh oh, here uh -oh. we go. Brian, I love you, but <laughs> I do not see what you see in Jimmy G. I know he took us to a Super Bowl, but that's not good enough. We in the winning business, baby. We in winning Super Bowls. That's what we do here at 49ers. You know, we yeah. we don't we don't want to get there. We want to win. Right. I am with you 100%. And you're not going to win this year with Trey Lance. So I'm going to go with Jimmy G until he's no longer our quarterback. Breezy, I need help, Breezy. Breezy, I need help, Breezy. When are you going to drop in, Breezy? They're killing me with Jimmy, Breezy. <laughs> you know, we've had a lot of quarterbacks since 94, and only two of them have taken us to the promised land. They may not have brought it home, but only two did it. Jimmy and Colin. And the fans wanted to get rid of Jimmy. Like, Jimmy, I, I, I want to see Jimmy in another system for this reason. I want to see him without Kyle. Because I was watching uh, Brandon Ayuk highlights uh, not too long ago. And when Nick Mullen was, was in, the ball was just being thrown a little deeper and a little different. And I'm not saying Nick is better than, than Jimmy. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying the play calls were different. That lets me know the confidence our coach has in our quarterback. Right. We've had that discussion. Tony brings it up all the time with the fact that, you know, uh, Kyle had to coach for three different quarterbacks last season, you know, three different systems. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. 
I just I, Jimmy's on this squad right now, and he's he's the starter until Trey takes it away. So that's why I support Jimmy 100 percent until he's no longer the starter. Well, Trey's coming. Trey's coming, Brian. He is the future. He, he, I will not deny that. And we we're going to be be excited, Brian. We're going to have the first rookie quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Us. I like that's all I want to say. Just be excited. I love the show. I enjoy you guys. Let's go, Niners. We will win a Super Bowl this year, and I'm riding with you guys all year long, and I ain't stopping. Let's go, baby. Yeah, we appreciate that. Let's go. JT, my man from ATL. Thanks so much for the call, man. We appreciate it. I appreciate you guys, man. I really do. Thanks for calling in. All right, be safe, man. Ryan, he let you off easy, bro. I thought he was going to get you, man. I, I thought he was going to get you. You know what the problem is? You speak like it's fact, like or, or like it's a matter of fact. Like, all right, hold on. Let me turn my volume down. I know it's way high now. You, you were fine. Me. Really? Yeah, let's read this real quick. Oh, okay. Uh, Sean says, thanks for the contribution. Y'all see Mike Twitch when he said Cowboys fan? I don't. I didn't know anybody <laughs> could see that. Uh, those Cowboys <laughs> defeats do sting, just like Brett Favre. Dang it. Smile after beating us. Yeah. Um I I do wince when I hear that someone else's mother is a Cowboys fan because I understand it. And he was also talking about how you know he came here because of the uh, because of how we were able to get away from the mainstream media stuff. And uh, I know I'm not allowed to say I know because no one knows with 100% certainty. But Jerry Jones pays to get his team talked about. Like it's 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 out there. Like it's a thing. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, when he when he said that he he came here to get away from the mainstream media, I really like that he said that, um, and I understand why. And then he mentioned Cowboys, and that's the, when people say I don't like mainstream media. The Cowboys are the first team that I think of. They haven't been good in forever, yet they always somehow dominate the headlines and the programming on the NFL. There is a reason for that, and it's not because people tune in to watch it all the time. It's like I actually, they're America's team. <laughs> I don't know how you said that and sounded so. I don't even know what the word is. I, want, <laughs> I, couldn't I, don't, I don't know what the word is. I can say. I'm not going to say I want to say. I'm, I don't know what the word is. I can say. But yeah, you, you did a good job there, Ryan. <laughs> was, um, but you know, it's like, come on, man. Like nobody cares about them. Like no one, no one cares about the Cowboys that much. I actually boycotted the NFL Network for two years because every time I turned to it in the off season, it was something to do with a, a top 10 Cowboys countdown, top 10 Cowboys games. Like it was good thing. I'm not, an, I'm not American. <laughs> Where's DJ Malone from? Canada, Maybe that's why he's not calling his long distance. <laughs> oh, that's why he wanted to zoom. Okay. Tony wants the link. Oh, Tony wants the link. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're getting Tony in the building. Right. He's going to come in here and hand me my ass now. Oh, is that why? Is that why he said he was? I don't know. All right, Tony, I'm shooting you an it's email right now, buddy. I'm going to shoot you an email right now. What 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 email am I logged in on right now? There he is. Oops. Now, the one time I email it to him without him asking this year, he's going to say, "Oh, can you just text it to me?" I know that's what's going to happen. All right, Tony, I sent the email. Let's see if he pops in here. Now, you so definitively said. Well, you ain't going to win it with Trey Lance, so I'm riding with Jimmy. How can you say that? I'm going to go with my first thought process is history in the NFL speaks 
volumes. The step from college to the NFL. Have we ever seen a rookie quarterback go and win the Super Bowl? And and start all year? No. And win the Super Bowl? I said and start all year. I'm saying no. Okay, but you're putting that caveat on. Caveat because on. every Have you rookie, seen a rookie come in midway through the season and still win the Super Bowl? I've never seen a rookie come in midway through the season. I'm just saying, I don't think that a rookie is going to win the Super Bowl. I just don't. Oh, ye of little. I know that a lot of people, I I don't hate Trey. It's not about not liking Trey. It's about the competition that he faced while he was there in in North Dakota. And being out of football for a year, basically. Um, you know, coming in to learn what people call a very complicated system, not saying that he can't do it. I just feel I have more faith that Jimmy, who has been involved in the system, will learn. And he's underneath the, the pressure right now. He either if he wants to maintain his salary and get traded to a team that's going to pay him, he needs to have a year of a lifetime this year. They about to eat your ass up, Brian. I'm so sorry this is about to happen to you, bro. Bring it. It is what it is. Like I said, I don't Trey is the future. I got that. I just feel like this year, this is gonna be Jimmy's year. It's gonna be the 49ers year. All right, see, and it all involves winning, and that's what people have to remember that we want to win first. We, we're all about winning, but I don't like that you just said my man just can't do it. Like it's not physically possible. He can do it. I mean, you know, see, it wasn't his rookie well, year. Know, Tom, but there's it, never been a quarterback that won as many Super Bowls as Tom Brady did till he did it. So maybe there'll never be a rookie that doesn't tell we let Trey go in there and do it. Well, that's what I was going to – well, not that. I wasn't going to use that example. But I know it wasn't his first rookie year, but it was his second year. Colin Kaepernick almost did it. Oh, there he is. Tony's in here. I thought I was waiting for the picture. I don't know if he's ready or not. Oh, yeah, he's uh, not. I got no thumbs up. Yeah, I didn't see. I'll pop him in here. Uh Colin Kaepernick almost did it in his first year starting. So it, it, it was his second year technically, but it was his first year starting. Who's to say that, you know, if, if he had a won it, would people say, like, you know, something different, a rookie can do it, and would they be using Colin still Kaepernick what? as an example? No, because I think that people would still use the caveat that he wasn't a rookie. That's some BS. Well, that you know, people BS. are uh, creature, or creatures of nature or creatures of habit. You know, and when you look at you want the – you want to continue saying the same thing as long as possible. So, like, if no, if he's not a rookie, then you can still say no rookie has won the Super Bowl. And in that case, Colin was not a rookie. All right. Uncle Tony, what's going on, man? <laughs> Uncle Tony, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> How, how's work? What's going on? What's new? Driving home. All Driving right. home. Driving home. Another one? Another one in the books? Yeah. One day closer to retirement. That's what I'm talking about. One day closer to retirement. Listen, listen to how low the bar is set anymore. <laughs> oh, man. So, Tony, was there anything in particular that you said send me the link for, or was it just because you, you got off? I see what time it is now, so you're actually just getting out of the building. Yeah, I just got off. Oh, I thought you were coming here to get at my man. Okay, so you you haven't seen anything. Have, have you been watching any of the show? No, I literally just walked out. Oh, damn. <laughs> what a happy coincidence. Oh, I was sitting here trying to stir the pot. Yeah, you uh, were. Never mind. Then I won't like do it's it. the, Like it's the witch's cauldron over there. Oh, man. I really thought it was about to go down over here. I told y'all. What happened? Nothing. 
Nothing. I, I said that that there's no way that Trey could win a Super Bowl this year. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of agree. I mean, I don't think it's – wait, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Right, but no. I, Mike was upset because I said it in such a definitive manner. So you yeah. were like 100% signed, sealed, delivery. He's not winning a Super Bowl. Right, because Jimmy's going to win it. <laughs> uh, now I understand what you're saying, Mike. <laughs> Bro, Tony, I thought you were coming in here to get Adam because so we had a caller call in and say, like, Brian, I'm here. I'm here to talk to you, man. Like, Trey can do it. Da 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 da. And Brian's like, Brian's like, uh, Trey can't do it. And like I said, he said it so definitively, like so matter of factly. Hey, I'm and just I'm hoping like, he watches the show. Maybe that'll motivate him. Oh, oh, so you're taking the Grant Cohn approach. Sure, why not? He can do it. I can too, right? Oh, <laughs> they're going to kill you, Brian. You can't say things like that. Oh, my God. It's all right. I can say whatever I want. Oh, oh, he's throwing it all out there tonight. This guy, what are you sipping on over there? What are you drinking tonight? Same, it's cooler. Same as every show, man. Oh, okay, all right. All right, so, Tony, um, yeah. I'm glad that you're on here. Uh, last night, we had a question about if there was a defined role for Jared Maiden on this Ooh, roster. Yeah. And I was telling them, I said, Tony and I were just talking about that yesterday or the day before, and Tony has an interesting take. You want to break that down and uh, let people know who Jared Maiden is? Because a lot of people don't even remember who he is and what he stands for. What, what, what do you think his role could be on here? Yeah, Jared Maiden was an undrafted free agent by the Niners out of Alabama last year. Um, he was behind Diggs, uh, Sertain, um, and I forgot who the starters were at safety last year, but I know those two guys were the corner corners. But his thing is he has the ability to line up across the board, meaning outside, inside, free safety, strong safety. He offers you that versatility. Will spot too, right? Um, I don't know about the will spot. I think he is a little undersized for the will spot, but I do know for a fact he can play literally all over that secondary. So now let's take a look at the, this 2021 season so far since we started, like, you know, with the, the free agent signs, the draft process. We did draft Taya uh, Hufanga out of um, uh, USC. Mm -hmm. Um and we drew, and we lost Travarius Moore with a torn Achilles. So now, I honestly think, and Mike, you could, you're probably going to agree with me if I had to put money on it. I think our special teams needs a huge upgrade, and I honestly think a Hofanga being drafted in the fifth or sixth round, whatever it was, uh, Maiden. Not only does he offer versatility in the secondary, but he can contribute and potentially be a gunner to replace uh, Travarius Moore. So you're looking at players that offer dual skill sets, special teams and defense. So that's why I think potentially that Maiden could have a role on this defense where I think his top competition, in my opinion, is going to be DeAndre Lamore at that nickel cornerback. Because if Lamore, Lenore comes out and plays, it solidifies the backup, then Maiden could potentially struggle to make the roster. But if Lenore shows any type of struggles or he's shown that he's better as an outside corner maiden could be your your nickel corner as a backup to k Williams. 
Okay, hold on. So let me let me ask you a question. So you're saying that so right now I have us taking eleven secondary personnel. Okay. Verrett, Mosley, day one, obviously, our two rookies, and then right now I have it penciled in as uh Johnson as our sixth. And then I have Tart, Ward, Jefferson, and Hufunga. I just don't see room for Maiden. So out of those names, do you think that Maiden would replace Johnson or here's Hufunga? Thing, Brian, here's the thing. I want you to name me the only, and I did this to Mike, I want you to name me the only safety under contract for 2022. Ward and okay, Hufunga. So that pretty much... That pretty much tells me that that safety position is up for grabs. I that's agree. The way, that's I what know. I. That's the way I see it. Because everybody else, minus your rookie and your solidified starting free safety, is it, 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 it's a battle, man. Because I mean, let, let's think about this. I'm not saying Maiden is better than anybody. I'm not saying Hufunga is better than anybody. I'm not saying Marcel Harris is better than anybody. You got to look at it, and I was trying to explain this to Mike. When they build this roster, not only is it about getting the best player, but there's also business decisions behind this. Absolutely. Um, is Tart in the plans? If so, why did they only sign him to a one-year deal? Is Harris in the plans? If so, why didn't they, why did they only sign him to a one-year deal? So that basically tells me, yeah, we're bringing everybody back. But guess what? The top players that rise to the top, the, the players that rise to the top are going to be on this 53. And I'm not saying he's better, but you right. got to look you got to look at versatility. Is Tark going to run down the field on special teams? Is Jimmy Moore going to run down the field on special teams? Do you want to risk them getting injured? Do you have Jefferson making a roster? I do. It's just, it's just something like, like not only is Maiden tied to the safety, but Maiden could be tied to the outside, the corner spot. Maybe he's in competition with Dante Johnson. We don't know. But I do know for a fact, and at Alabama, he lined up all over that secondary. Because I watched him. When they signed him, I immediately went back and watched him, and he played across the board. Right. I initially had him staying on this roster until we drafted Hufunga, and then – I think that the draft pick stays over him, but I could be wrong. I mean, I, I just I just get the feeling that that's how the team will roll. Um, I just don't see him beating out any of the other safeties we currently have on the roster or any of the cornerbacks that are currently on the roster. I mean, because at the end of the year, and this is what Mike and I were talking about the other night, was, um, you know, Johnson last year, at the end of the last year, he showed his versatility being able to play both outside and nickel spot. And so, you know, I mean, that's – to me, he's got versatility too. I, I called him as one of my sleepers for the season. Um, yeah. But but then again, Maiden maybe you know maybe he does something this offseason. He comes back in there and you know he like you said he he takes a more spot on a special teams as Gunner, uh, you know, and shows that versatility. But you know, I thought I was already pushing it with eleven guys on in the secondary. If I try to add one more, that's going to hurt some other position group. I've already short cycled. Uh, the tight ends just to make a spot for the 11 secondary I thought could stay. I'm not saying that obviously that mine is 100%. I'm just trying to figure out 
who Maiden would have to beat out to stay on this roster. I, I, I hear what you're saying. But just think about this. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Remember Verrett when we signed him and he got hurt? We were Mike and I and the rest of the guys were at that Pittsburgh game. He came out, got torched. You never saw him again. Right. Joe Woods was our Joe Woods was our defensive back coach. Okay, Joe Woods left the next season, got promoted, went to the D.C. spot in Cleveland. The Niners brought in Tony Oden. What did they right. do? They said, you know what? I like what this kid brings to the table. Let's bring him back on a one-year deal. Tony Oden now goes to New York, right? Yep. He had a very, very, very solid season this year. Okay? Now you have Corey Unlin in. Corey Unlin, they re-signed him to a one-year deal. Granted, you know, Verrett did the right thing because the Niners took a chance on him. He's taking a chance on the Niners and trying to make a run for a Super Bowl. We all understand that. But the same thing could be said for Maiden. Maiden was a free agent. They brought him back right away. So right. the way you're going to look at it is maybe maybe Allen sees something in this guy. You know no, what I'm I, saying? So I, no, I mean, I, I there's agree. so many ways that you could look at it. Right. No, I agree that they definitely see something in Maiden. I'm just having a hard time. Like, I put him on my practice squad because I just don't. I don't see him beating out the players, the other players that well, that I have ranked above him. Um, you know, I know he could. You know, and we may not stick with eleven. We may come out with ten, and I'm gonna have to cut somebody else off this roster. Um, yeah. For my, you know, for my own, you know, and obviously from where I sit, I think that you know one of the cornerbacks probably Johnson will be the first one off. I think he's the bubble corner. Yeah, I mean, well, it all, all right, depends wait, on how wait, these guys look in preseason. Hold on, hold on. Oh, you're done. You're done. You just knocked Johnson. It's done. It's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time. It's time. What is up with you trying to get rid of Johnson so much? It's not about me trying to get rid of Johnson. I already told you he's my breakout player of the year. But I don't know that the team, when they look at the other quarterbacks that are on this roster, they're going to keep Verrett. They're going to keep Mosley because his salary is guaranteed for the most part this season. Uh, you got two rookies that are coming in, and you got K1. That's five right there. So if I've got five there and I've got five safeties, that's 10 secondary people. Who's more valuable to this team right now? And I want you guys to be completely honest. Completely honest. You can look at contract. I don't care how you look at it. Who's more valuable to this team, Emmanuel Mosley or Dante Johnson right now? Emmanuel Mosley's contract is going to preclude him from leaving this team. I'm just telling you, that's the numbers, man. That's not what I asked. It doesn't matter what you ask. That's what the team's going to go with where they have money. That's not – so they're going to keep a guy who can't play de defense anymore and just because of his contract? Hold on. I'll go – let me pull up his contract. I'll tell you. Because I, I'm – I wasn't a big fan – I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I'm a big fan of this team winning. I didn't understand why they brought Mosley back on the con. Like I wanted to bring him back, I just didn't know why they brought him back on the, the contract, contract they chose that they brought yeah. him back on. Um, yeah, but the contract they brought him back on is a one and one. So basically, if this doesn't work this year, he's gone next year. I'm waiting for my stupid phone to load here. Uh, so it was a move to give them another body to compete at the other corner opposite of Verrett, and to have some type of experience. God forbid something happens to. Right. right. And they didn't know how the draft was going to fall out. They didn't know they're going to be able to get two corners, you know. Well, while he looks that up, Tony, who do you think has more value to this team right now? Dante Johnson or Emmanuel Mosley? Oh, uh, let's see. I don't understand the hesitancy. No, I, I Dante Johnson brings more. 
as far as athleticism to this team, in my from my purview, than Mosley does. But what I'm talking about is what the team will probably do. That's what I project is what the team is probably going to do. Not what so Brian wants to do. Based off so of the numbers, that's what I think that they're going to do. So he so got it. Why don't we just comprise the the 53 man roster just based off of the guys with the top 51 salaries, and then pick two random guys? Because after. not everybody's salaries are all guaranteed. Whereas he signed a two year, nine point three million dollar contract with eight point seven of that guaranteed. How much of it did he get already? Because you just said that if he's not on the roster, it ain't guaranteed. That's what we were talking no, about. He, guaranteed no, 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 no. Guarantees are different. Like what we were talking about earlier is not in the same purview of what I'm talking about now. So if we cut him now, um, he's going to have $8.7 million in dead money over the next two seasons. It'll be 2.6 this season, or excuse me, 6.4 this season. And if we cut him next season, it'll be uh, 3.79. Uh, in the off season, so it's it's, it's almost ten million dollars. Yeah, his contract was nine point uh, nine point three eight million is his contract. What's his, what's his cap? Oh. What's his base cap figure? His base salary? Yeah, his base salary for this season is only nine hundred twenty thousand, but that's not the cap hit, nor is it the dead money if we decide to cut him. If we but decide to cut him, how is it structured? So he's got a $920,000 base salary this year, a $1.7 million signing bonus this year. So if we cut him now, post, post 6-1 release, the dead cap for this year will be 4.1, or excuse me, 4.7 million, and another 1.7 next year. So that's five, six, and then, oh, and he's got a negative 2.8. So if if we cut him this or after this no this season it's we would have a 4.7 million dead cap this year plus a negative 2 million dollars for his salary which totals out to be 6.7 million dead cap this year plus next year we'd have 1.7 million on him so like i just don't see them cutting him first like that's 6 million i mean i know we did it with like k1 when we moved you know alexander but there was different reasons behind that because we had a backloaded contract that we were trying to get rid of. I I feel like because of his contract, Mosley is on like he's a lock to make this roster this season unless you know he's on the pump or IRR. But we're still paying him, so it's not going to matter. I absolutely hate that. Oh, we have a we have well, a. I don't um, like it either. <laughs> we have a text that came in on the text line here. Uh, hey, Mike and Brian. This is before Tony got in. Sorry. Uh, do y'all think Kyle is good at developing quarterbacks? There's a lot more here, but let's let's focus on that. Let, let's talk about that. Do we think that Kyle is good at developing quarterbacks? I want to go last. Um, Tony, you go, Brian, and then me. I'm going to say yes. I don't know if it's him hands-on developing the quarterback. I think it's his ability to scheme something to help the quarterback to become a better quarterback. So it, it's kind of like he creates the offense to the quarterback skill set and strengths. So right then and there, that shows me that he has the ability to groom 
and create, like, you know, work with a quarterback. I mean, he's done it across the board wherever he went. He did it with Hoyer in Cleveland. He did it with uh, RG3, did it with um, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan was an average quarterback before Kyle went to Atlanta, and all of a sudden he's there year two. He's an MVP caliber quarterback. So I, I think, yeah, I think he does have the ability to groom a quarterback. All right, Brian, what do you think? So I'm going to go – basically, I I agree with pretty much everything Tony just said. Um, I just use different words, I guess. I don't know that he's great at developing, but he's great at finding what each quarterback's specific talents are, utilizing them and exploiting them to create situations in his offense in order for them to be successful. But I don't think that he necessarily developed – we didn't see – like at least from my perception, I don't think I saw Bethard grow tremendously over the time that he was here. So as far as developing a quarterback, I don't necessarily know that I see that. Mike's probably going to come out with some information and tell me how wrong I am, but that's just my visuals on it. And, but I think that he is great at utilize, like finding ways to utilize each specific quarterback's talents. Okay. I don't have any information to disagree with anything you said. I think that Kyle Shanahan does not develop quarterbacks. He protects quarterbacks. I think he is great at protecting quarterback and developing a system to, like what you guys said, to their strengths. That That's what I think he does, and, and hiding their weaknesses a lot. And I feel like he may have run out of ways to hide Jimmy's weaknesses. Because has Jimmy grown since he's been here? Honestly, were you ever more excited for Jimmy Garoppolo uh, after those those five in a row, like to start that season, wasn't that the height of the excitement for Jimmy Garoppolo? Absolutely. Well, and then that se- yeah, and then no, because then he got injured, and then even when he came back, and even during the Super Bowl run, people's faith in Jimmy was going down. Right. The further could, we progressed, you could see that he was hindered by his injury. He was you know lacking in his uh, confidence. Right. And so I have I can honestly say I haven't seen the development in quarterbacks now. Keep in mind, we have started to <clears throat> move around some quarterback coaches and stuff like that, and he's he's trying. He's trying to find guys to develop these these players. He's huh? He's he's trying to find guys to develop these players. He's gone from uh, what was the guy's name to back to Skanger? It was Skangarella, and then there was the other guy. Oh, in the back. Uh, Day. Day, yeah, Skangarella. Day back to Skangarella. Like he's trying to figure out this magic formula right but remember we also figured out that jimmy actually had his worst season under Skangarella. statistically we fit fi- we figured that out <laughs> like i'm sure other people figured it out too but we went and researched that and we were like oh crap <laughs> so i don't think he does a good job of developing them but i do think that it's got oh it's so dark that's tony in the box that's what she's asking I was yeah like, I, I sent a message oh okay <laughs> Woo. All right. Um, yeah. So you know, it's like when you when you watch this team, uh, same same thing. Well, at least I felt this way about wide receivers. I never saw wide receivers getting better, but the wide receivers are also constantly having to adjust to the different quarterbacks that are out there and, and under center. So it's it's a big it's a big back and forth. It's a big battle. It's always a constant pull. Um, but you know, we gotta we just gotta you know try to maybe be a little patient. I guess I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really know uh, how to how to break it all down, but they they weren't doing it. So, 
Yeah, we need some more callers. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go on for another five to seven minutes. We're gonna wrap this up at an hour and a half here, uh, and then we're gonna go home just like the Phoenix Suns. All right. I can't believe they started this two and zero, and then they're gonna lose four and two. Ugly, 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 man. I'm trying to scroll back up and see where you left off on questions. Oh, oh, wait. No, so that wasn't it. So the person asked, um, do you think he's good at developing quarterbacks? I keep hearing that he is, but I think that he's good at hiding quarterbacks' weaknesses. Uh, I know the, the QBs the 49ers have had aren't great, but they should still show some growth. The quarterbacks from last season look to have taken a step back. And I, I think that's all fair. I think that's all very fair. I don't, I don't think you can, um, I don't think you can link a Zoom here. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. I have to look at the settings uh, after the show is over. But if there's a way to, I would. Let me see here. What's this? We can do Twitch, Periscope. Oh, we can do a Twitch. Oh wait, we're on Twitch. Ah, never mind. Uh, LinkedIn, Facebook page group, Facebook group. Yeah. Custom RTMP. I don't know what that means. All right, whatever. Um, all so right. Steven's put this in here a couple of times. How likely do you think this is, boys? Jimmy's going to get us to 6-1. and one. Then with back-to-back -back losses against the Cardinals and the Rams, uh, in steps Lance at 6-3. and three. We go on to finish 12-5. and five. This is my dream scenario. This is my dream scenario. Uh, now, when I say dream scenario, I mean we make a change and then we start winning more is what I mean by my dream scenario. Um, and I want to take that uh, heat. I want to take that momentum all the way through the postseason and win a Super Bowl. And Brian can say, I was wrong. A rookie yeah, can win. We, the Super Bowl. If we win, I'm not going to be like, I, I will say I was wrong. I'll put my foot in my mouth and. Nah, you can say that. You can say that a couple shows later. We're going to be celebrating. Blue label, baby. You know what it's going to be. I'm telling you, you should have never told me that. You know what it's going to be, man. You're going to have me all kinds of trash when I show up, huh? <laughs> You're going to be the one falling asleep on the overreacting show. You weren't here for that, but it happened, uh, supposedly. I tell people I was praying. I'm a hood on. <laughs> you saw that show? Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> it was when Mike, Mike well, had I've the seen, red hoodie on. Maybe I didn't see the one that you're talking about, but I've seen you fall asleep on the show when I was writing for the show. So since no, that, I've been No, that's never happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's never happened. That's, that's never happened. That you know, usually happened. you fall asleep before the show even starts. Now that that does happen. <laughs> that does happen. That has happened a couple of times, and Brian would have to call me, Mike, we still doing the midnight show? Oh, shit, I'm coming. Mike would drool <laughs> off the face, go wash your face really quick. You know what's weird? I sometimes have to brush my teeth before a show. I don't like talking to people with morning breath, and I know you guys can't smell my breath, <laughs> but it's still like a it's, – it's one of those yeah. things up here. Scratch the, scratch the sniff <laughs> of the smell of vision over here. It, it's like you guys can see the green coming out of my mouth like a freaky cartoon. <laughs> This is probably a Milwaukee Bucks fan calling in. Let's see if we can get this to work here. Let me get the speakerphone on. Hold on. Hello? Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing okay. All right. Hold on. Wait. Let me let me get this set up to the microphone so everybody can hear you loud and clear. And then let me turn the microphone sensitivity up so they can hear you even better. 
All right, who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? Uh, my name is Joel. Joel? Yes. Like Joel Ortiz? Yeah, sort of like that. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like that. What's going on, Joel? Yeah. Uh, and I just wanted to touch on a little uh, bit your discussion on the quarterbacks. Um, my top five would be Montana, Young, Brody, Garcia, and Y.A. Tittle. And I know I'm going really back right there. But, I mean, Y.A. Tittle was... I mean, he, right after Frankie Albert, but I mean, that's way back. But Wyatt Tittle to me was, he's a really great competitor. And, uh, he was, uh, he was a, a, a very good quarterback for us. And he was like the one that really kind of started us more on the modern era of quarterbacks. Those are my top five. And then I had a question. Uh, do you think we're going to keep for sure three quarterbacks? And if we do, Who's going to be the third guy, Rosen or Sudfeld? This is an interesting question. All right, Joel, uh, really quick before we answer your question, we're going to answer them off the air. Uh, how long have you been watching Nothing But Niners? Since about uh, 2019. 2019? Yes, that's correct. All right. And what I like, uh, I like it. Well, I like your show because it's a lot of times it's unfiltered, which I like. And you guys all have a, each uh, each one of you guys has a, a great personality. Each one of you guys. Oh, that means we're ugly. And I enjoy that. I, I really do. I really enjoy that. So uh, it's a little bit different. Very knowledgeable. I like I like the fact that Brian has all the like, breakdown of the contracts, things like that. Tony knows all. Like he's more of a general manager. And Mike, uh, you know, you're like a little bit of everything that kind of gets it all together. And uh, Breezy, of course, he's got all his little things also. He's got his little nuances too. So I really enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, that's that's why I, I, I like your, your show. I don't ever tell Mike this, but I call him the ringmaster because he keeps the circus together. <laughs> and I don't know how to juggle, yeah. so that's pretty impressive. All right, Joel, thank you so much for calling. Uh, and we're going right, to answer you your questions have... off the, with you off the line, okay? Okay, and you guys have a, a blessed night. Okay, you guys take care. Thank you. You too, man. Okay, bye-bye. All right, so we got to answer the question now, guys, about quarterback three. So that was Joel's uh, question. He gave us his top five. Uh, and, you know, I don't think any of us named Brody. And then again, I don't even think we asked Tony uh, what his. I named. His I said Brody. You did? Yeah, he was my my fifth one. I knew that. I was just seeing if you were paying attention to what I was saying. Come on, man. That's some ringmaster stuff right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, let me turn my my volume back down here. So let me. Oh, let me take Tony off of mute. We muted Tony. Yeah. So Joel Ortiz Yawa is a rapper, uh, and he was part of Slaughterhouse, which was one of my favorite groups. When they were active and then they whatever it's a different story for a different time uh so my question now becomes to you guys um who do you think okay so first do we think that they're going to keep three quarterbacks so i do i think they're gonna have three i think that uh jimmy's injury history uh makes us keep three all right so jimmy's injury history 
And Lance is inexperienced. The Niners kind of have their hand. What is that? It's my 10 minutes to oh. midnight alarm. I got. I can officially turn that off now. Yep. All right. Um, Jimmy's injury history, Lance's inexperience, is going to kind of make us have to keep three quarterbacks, right? Now, Kyle started keeping three quarterbacks after all the injuries to the quarterbacks. So uh, before that, it was it was two all the way. So, Tony, what do you think? Are we keeping three here, buddy? Tony, can you hear me? Oh, he did he mute himself back? No, the, his mic was muted. Oh, there he is. Tony, can you hear us now? Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, yes. there you go. All right, what do you think about the three quarterbacks? Is it happening again this year? And I think this could be a trick question, um, by the way. I think if it's Jimmy and Trey, just a heads up, I'm going, I might be going into a bad area, so if I cut out, that's why. Um, Jimmy and If it's Jimmy and Trey, I think they roll with them, too. If it's not, if Jimmy's not here and it's Trey, I think they keep three. If that makes sense. So you think, okay, wait, you think if it's Jimmy and Trey, they keep those two. If it's not Jimmy and Trey, they keep three. Yeah. Did I hear that right? If it's, just, so, if it's Trey as a starter, I think they keep two other quarterbacks. And one of them not being Jimmy? Yes. Okay. As wow. I said, if Jimmy's not here, I think they keep three total quarterbacks. Okay. Okay, I think this is the first time I've heard this idea. So this is give, this gives us something a little to talk about here. So you don't see a Jimmy and you don't see you don't see. So if, if Jimmy makes her, the roster, there's no third quarterback. Is what you're saying? Right. So if if Jimmy is good enough to still be the starter, it's just going to be Jimmy and Trey. Yes. With someone stashed on the practice squad because we can finish the rest of a game if Jimmy does get injured and then move somebody up. Okay. Correct. Okay. Okay. But if it's if if Trey earns a start, then it's gonna be Trey and two other quarterbacks active. I think I I don't know active, but I think on the fifty three. Well, on the fifty three, yeah. Hmm. Definitely a different way to look at it. A very, like because he took away everything I was gonna say, so I, <laughs> Shut that's down. Why I was struggling. Like my whole brain just got reprogrammed here, and probably in a good way. So my my take has always been, the third quarterback is really the backup quarterback. I don't care if Jimmy gets to start. I don't care if Trey gets to start. I've been feeling like whoever the other guy is is the real backup. So let's say Jimmy gets to start. Trey is gonna get. The, they're obviously he's going to make the 53. That's not a question. Like, if there's one quarterback in the entire room that's guaranteed to make the 53, we know it's Trey Lance. Right. Okay? So now, if Jimmy if somehow builds up trade value or or he loses it to Lance or whatever, uh, that's that situation. You got Jimmy on the roster. You got Trey on the roster. I think that there's a possibility Trey could not be ready for multiple starts early and so you have to keep a third guy who can come in here in case something does happen to jimmy so that's how i had three guys all right um if trey gets to start 
I still think I still think wait, 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 wait. Make the team. You're saying you're saying if Jimmy goes down, Trey's not coming on the field? That's not what I said. No, 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 no. So all right. So week one, let's say let's say Jimmy's a starter. Jimmy's a starter and Trey Lance is the backup. Okay. But if Jimmy gets hurt, Trey Lance is not going to start week two because I don't think he's ready. If he was ready, he would have been the starter week one. So I'm saying that now the backup guy, whoever the quarterback three is, Rosen or Sutfeld, would start week two until Trey was ready. Wait, 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 wait. So oh, but, that's big. Even if even if he doesn't beat out Jimmy and Jimmy's the starter and Jimmy goes down, he is still more than likely ahead of Rosen or Sudfield. So he should no. be the next guy up. No, 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 no. Because Rosen has more time in this system, and so does Sudfeld. Yeah, Sudfeld. Sudfeld just came from Rich Gangarello. So Trey yeah, I don't, Lance I don't agree with that, but okay. <laughs> men mentally, you don't agree with that? How can they all have more time in the system than him? I agree that they 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 have more time in the system. Rosen here with with Kyle and right. Sudfeld with uh Gangarello. Right. Um and so I understand what you're saying, but with the if if this is truly a, a battle that we're supposed to see in training camp, if that's legit, like that information that came out, that it's going to be them fighting for one, two, right? If that's legit and Jimmy wins, but then Jimmy gets hurt, then the team's already told us that means that, that Trey is next in line over Rosen or Sudfeld. Otherwise, Rosen and Sudfeld would be in the comp competition as well. But I just don't think that they are because I don't think that they're probably anywhere – as good as Trey's going to be. Okay. Let me connect some dots here. Here we are over an hour and a half. Let me connect some dots here. I have maintained that, well, I won't say maintained because I've only mentioned a couple times on the Midnight Show. I don't think we see much of Jimmy Garoppolo in preseason you because we know what Jimmy Garoppolo is. Now, I don't know how many people have heard me say that because the Midnight Shows aren't quite like these shows, right? So let me say it here so everyone understands, all right? I think that Jimmy will not play as much as any other quarterback. You don't need to see Jimmy on the field, just like you don't need to see Trent Williams on the field. You don't need to see Kyle Juszczyk on the field. You don't need to see Jason Verrett on the field. Like, if they want to go out there and get their, their game speed legs under them, you know, to get out of the offseason, that's fine for a series or two. But that's going to be it for certain players. Jimmy is in that box because Kyle knows what he has from Jimmy. He needs to know whether or not Trey Lance can do more than Jimmy or not. So that's why I think Trey Lance plays a lot. So remember we did the um, the quarters breakdown. Right. So yep. 12 quarters. I said I think Trey Lance probably plays eight of them. Right? Like that – I was I was like six to eight, you know, was, was, my, was the range for that. Um, it's more important to me, in my opinion, to find out, one, what Trey Lance can do. That's the priority to me. And maybe it's just because I'm not in the building. Kyle and them might not feel this way at all. But from the outside looking in, I want to know what we have in Trey Lance. I think it's important for him to play because he hasn't played in so long. So, one, Trey Lance has to get some playing time. And two, which one of these two guys are going to be the backup? To me, those are the more important things to see this offseason. Not Jimmy Garoppolo, not how good he is or how bad he is or anything like that. I don't think Jimmy should be able to keep or lose based off of his play in the preseason. So there's no point in putting him out there. All right? It's either Lance is better than we thought and he's ready to take over now, or he's not. Either way, Lance is going to be at, on the active roster every week. 
No matter how you look at it, he's going to be on the active roster every week. <clears throat> and then it comes down to who's the real backup. Is it going to be Rosen or Sudfeld? So I don't know if that helps explain myself to you guys or not. Did, 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 I, did I explain it well? Where you guys at least understand my logic? Not that I you understand agree, where you're coming from. I just don't, like I said, this time, this time we're going we're gonna to not agree for sure. You know, and then I do see your point in limiting Jimmy's reps in the preseason because less What's action he sees, the less chance he is going to get hurt, <laughs> right? Well, and, I mean, I don't, it's not even about – I don't care about the injury thing in preseason. I don't, I don't think that's likely to happen. And I, I think – I honestly, I think Jimmy's over the injuries. Um, but that, that can't be proven, right? It's not about the injuries. I'm, I'm not trying to not put him out there so he doesn't get hurt and the money becomes guaranteed. I'm not worried about that. That's not I'm, – I'm talking about development, developing guys and seeing who can do what. We know Jimmy's ceiling in this system. I feel like we've seen it. And even if Jimmy comes out and he's more aggressive and he's throwing the ball down the field more, that's that. That's the Alex Smith and Mahomes thing. That's temporary because that's not what he's comfortable doing. Otherwise, we would have seen it more. So I, it's it's not that either. It's about seeing who can do what. Um, and then I get, all right, so let's, let's, let's transition between Rosen and Sudfeld. Who do you guys think it is? I heard an interesting take on uh, Locked On 49ers with Eric Crocker and BD Peacock talking about this, uh, and I want to know if one of you guys hit on it. So I'm going to go last. I, I don't agree with exactly what they said. I have my own opinion on it, but I want to know what you guys think. Well, I didn't watch it, so I have no input from that. So I don't know if Tony wants to go first. or What are they saying, Sudfield, because of the guaranteed money? Well, the, the money was one of the things, yeah. Yeah, it's but, not enough. But uh, there's, there's, there's more to it. I, well, I'll tell you what they said. I, I'm not asking if you agree with them. I want to know which guy you think will win the backup spot behind, uh, out of those two. But what their, their take was was that the backup's job <clears throat> is to help coach up the rookie or, or coach up whoever's ahead of him, be prepared. But you have to be a good guy. You have to be like a guy that knows you're not really here to compete for a starting job. you got to be ready to just be a good team player. And they were saying that, I believe it was Croc. I think this was Croc's point that <clears throat> Rosen probably feels like he's still good enough to start somewhere, and so he might not be the team guy to just sit around holding a clipboard, and that Subfield might be more uh, adept to doing something like that. And I agree with that. So that's why I agree had Subfield being the backup and not Rosen, or the, the third quarterback. I should say. I shouldn't say the backup. They, spe they specified the third quarterback. So let me be clear here. They never said backup. They said third quarterback. So they said Sudfeld because of the contract guarantee, and he's probably more likely to be the good guy in the locker room. So Tony agrees. I saw you shaking your head no. What do you think there'd be? Um, well, I don't agree with the contract part at all. I'm pulling it up right now, but I think his guarantee was only like 280000 or something like that. And for an NFL like team, 250, 280, something like that. Yeah. For an NFL team, that's nothing. Like that's like they cut him like if like they wouldn't even care. Um, right, right. It doesn't I even. Just, count I just want to pull that up to make sure because well, his his salary doesn't account doesn't count against the cap because it's not top fifty one anyway, so it's it's completely irrelevant. But his guarantee would. That's why I wanted to make sure that I had that that number because that'll be dead money if we cut him. Well, that's okay. All right, I see what you're saying. Well, while you're looking that up, I'll give my answer. As far as who I who I want the backup to be, or the third quarterback to be, what the heck? Did something just fly around you or something? 
No, I was looking at my Google Home because my phone's not getting a signal right now. Oh, um, I still have the internet, so you know. I'm gonna say I, I would like Rosen to be the third quarterback, and I'm saying that from a talent perspective, um, not for the locker room mentality and all that stuff. I want the Niners to have the best chance to win, and I feel like I hope Rosen is that guy. I hope Rosen could show why he was a first-round pick, and if, if his numbers were called, he can come in here and string together a couple of wins for us if his number was called. I don't have that same con- – I don't have confidence in, in Rosen either, but I have more confidence in Rosen than I would Sudfeld, and that's just because I haven't seen Sudfeld. So let me be clear here. I, I've seen more of Rosen, and that's still not much, than I have of Sudfeld, and so I'm going to go with Rosen because of that. Yeah, I, I have Rosen making it over Sudfeld. Um, I, I just didn't, I didn't think about his mentality, but to be honest, if I came into the league as a starting quarterback and then got punted because a new coach came in and wanted to have his guy in the system, I get to a new system where there is a rookie quarterback that I can't beat out. Then I transfer to another team that has what some will refer to as the greatest quarterback, which I don't, but whatever, um, and he couldn't beat out the backup at that spot, so he ends up on the relegated to the practice squad. Like some, but some, he's a smart guy, right? He went to you know uh, UCLA, right? No, uh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, he has to realize that at some point your talent is not as much as you might think it was, and that you need to relegate yourself to where you can make money and and a living doing what you love to do. And if you love playing football, then you're going to be QB three if that's what it is, you know. He obviously knows that in the circumstances of this team this year, that no matter what, Trey is ahead of him on the roster, right? So he's in a similar situation that he was with Miami. He had two in front of him. Yeah. Couldn't beat him out. Couldn't get, you know, whatever. They punted him to to uh, Tampa Bay, and he couldn't get the backup job there. So, I mean, at some point, the, it has to sink in that, you know, my talents were this, and I thought I was capable of doing that, but I have seen firsthand that there's plenty of quarterbacks out there who are better than me. And so, you know, maybe further along down the road, maybe he gets a chance to be a backup and can prove himself. Maybe he falls into like a Foles type of role somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, where he could lead a team to a Super Bowl, but he's not going to be the starter. It will happen by chance or injury or right. something, you know. But I think that I think that Rosen would be the better third string or the third quarterback okay but i'm still waiting for my phone so now you can you can do it in this browser also like you can just click another window and do it on the on the computer that you're on right now we can still right. see you and everything right but. i don't like being on the computer when i'm not looking at the screen because my face is doing all kinds of weird shit when i'm not paying attention <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm sure it does that normally too but when i yeah, can't like, see like, myself i thought you were looking for a fly like i was like what the hell is going on over there so i'll wait for you to find that information and we'll wrap this thing up but um it's an interesting take i mean three very different opinions on why the quarterback room could end up the way it is so tony is saying that if if Jimmy, if uh, Jimmy, if Trey is ready to start, Jimmy's not here. Brian is saying that it should be Jimmy and then Trey. And I, I still like the idea of Jimmy being the backup if there's nowhere else for him to go. Especially like if, if I'm not, I was, I was one of those people saying we should just cut him, get the money as soon as Trey is ready, right? But 
I still think that Jimmy would be the best backup option for the team. You know what I'm saying? Does that you know you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's that that's just the way I'm looking at it. You know, so I don't know. Two hundred fifty-two thousand is what he was on. What we're on the hook for if yeah. we release him. Now okay. there is, if you want to play, play the NFL game where we're like, okay, we're gonna keep Jimmy and Trey as one and two, and we probably have a better chance of sliding Rosen to our practice squad because he hasn't proven himself in the league. Not that Sudfeld has, but there might be a team willing to pick up Sudfeld versus picking up Rosen. So that you're muted. I can't hear you. Who's the backup in Los Angeles? Uh, Wolford. You don't think Rosen could beat him out? He's got some knowledge of the system now. Well, when Wolford came in for golf last year, or he, he, looked, he did he well in that game. system for, I mean, obviously not to be a starter, but he did well enough to come in and win or uh, played well enough to come in. I think they won. But anyway, um, no, I don't know that Rose. I, I don't know because I we haven't really got a good didn't chance. He start, didn't he start the playoff game and like got hurt on the first series and then golf had to go back in? Yeah, he like he got hurt and then golf had like a broken thumb and had to come in and play with a broken thumb. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he a concussion. Okay. Maybe he got hit in the head I, or hit his. I don't know. Golf is the one that hit his thumb. You're right. You're right. So I don't know. But yeah. All right. So you don't think like a team uh, who else runs the system? Well, Green Bay has like 70 quarterbacks over there. So that's not it. Well, yeah, they're not going to be able to if 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 it run, if they run into the situation. There, there has to do a lot with Rogers contract there. It, it depends on how things play out, whether they're going to have money to do anything. But you also have the Jets. I mean, that's always a possibility, too. If yeah. you know, you're familiar with the Shanahan system. Yeah, yeah. Going out there right. and play for LaFleur. Very interesting, man. Very interesting takes there. So, uh, so you you're gonna you're gonna stick with uh, with uh, Rosen though. Yeah, for me, I think as far as the 49ers are concerned, I think I think that uh, Rosen should get the start. But like I said, they could play that shell game where Mm -hmm. they feel like they can sneak Rosen back onto the roster versus Sudfeld onto the roster. So they might keep them with uh, you know Jimmy Trey and Sudfeld, and then leave Rosen on the on the practice squad. Interesting. With the that caveat of, you know, if if I'm Rosen, Jimmy or whatever. If I'm Rosen and that's their plan. All right. So sticking with what you just said, <laughs> let's say, uh, let's say uh, Trey's not ready. Jimmy gets hurt. And so we have to start either Sudfeld, who's on the active roster, or Rosen, who's on the practice squad and gets promoted. Which one are you starting under the other, under what you just said? Um, well, I mean, I, I won't. I I will go. I'm gonna stay with Rosen. I'm just gonna stay there. Right. So that means that the team would want to start him before they start Sudfeld, but, but can, he's gonna be getting practice squad money and not active roster money. Right. That they would, they can elevate him. You know, if something happens, they can always elevate him from the practice. No, no, no. I no, no, no. I I get that. Which, but that's what I'm saying. So week one, we lose Jay, Trey and Jimmy. I'm just making this up, not because of injury. Uh, let's just say that, that a, a, a virus goes around. And those two get sick. Sure. Boom, there you go. Okay, so now you have Sudfeld and Rosen, but Sudfeld was on the active roster. Rosen gets promoted. Which one are you starting? And you haven't seen either one of them. Well, if, if, the, if that was the reasoning behind put leaving Sudfeld on the roster and moving Rosen to the practice squad, I would still start Rosen over Sudfeld 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. That would piss me off if I was Rosen. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take practice squad paychecks and then come in and play over the guy who's on the active roster. That would infuriate me. Oh man, oh man, six pick sixes, and I'm only making three passes. I'm telling you, (laughs) six pick sixes. Oh, that would piss me off. And no, I I mean, obviously he would never do that because I mean, you got to think about the line and and his 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 um. His reputation in the NFL and all that is on the line. So obviously he would never do that. I'm just saying, like, that's that's harsh. Right. And you got to think about it from Sudville's position too. Yay, I made the roster. Oh, these guys got hurt. I'm gonna get the start. Yeah, you talk about destroying the quarterback. Uh, yeah. Leapfrogged for uh, you know, the guy coming off the practice squad. That is nuts. That is crazy. I mean, and I see it. We've seen it happen with other positions, uh, but it's it's kind of crazy, man. It's kind of crazy. You know, that's that's the politics of the NFL, though. That's that's. But I mean, when you think about it, when you talked about like the the guaranteed portion of his contract, I mean, you could you know all these guys when they have cut down day and they're trying to decide what's going on. You know that Lynch has and because they've come out and said, you know, they've had conversations with each of these players, you know, because they don't like having to cut people. But if they lay out the scenario, like we really want you to be on the practice squad, you know, to Rosen. So we already have you know X amount of you know how tight the the. Uh, the cap is right now for us. And we already have so many X dollars guaranteed to 252 to go to Sudfeld. You know, would you be willing to go to the practice squad? That's a conversation that, that you know, that Lynch has, to, Lynch has to have, you know, and if Rosen's like, no, then there's another decision that has to happen on that, you know, but if he's willing to go to the practice squad, you're still mute. No, no, no. I was yelling at the dog. Who was the player that came out and said last off season? That I'm not here to be on on the practice squad. Um, oh, uh, damn it! My mind is blanking so much, and I remember cornerback, cornerback. Oh, and I was really hoping to see him on the team. Hold on, let me go. I'll pull up my roster from last year. Damn it! Oh, this is bugging me so much. I'll so tell I'm, you not, a I'm not here to be on the practice squad. Yep. Hold on. He said that at a presser, right? Superior. Oh, James Cyprian. Cyprian. That's yeah. right. That's who it was. Cyprian, the the the, the DB, the, the safety. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going on the practice squad. Then he's on the practice squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. That's who it was. You're absolutely right. Do we still we all had him? all of us had him making our rosters? Do we still have him? No. Oh, it was a one year deal. Right. Jonathan Cyprian. I said James. Jonathan. I knew it was Jonathan. a J. Yep. Jonathan Cyprian. You're right. Oh man, that's oh. I'm not here to be on the practice squad. I'm I'm, I'm coming in here to, to be on the active roster. Well, All right. Didn't make the cut. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. I think that's going to do it. Um, we're going to give final thoughts. Brian, you're going to sign out, and I'm going to give you guys a little bit of music to go home with. <laughs> All right. So uh, you, you go ahead. Final thoughts, man. Let's, let's get out of here. So as we know it, we're seven days from training camp. You know, everybody just hold it together. Uh, Mike's got a special show coming up on Thursday. He'll hit on that a little bit more. Be good to each other. Be good people, you know, and keep up the faith. You guys have been asking for it, and here is a special announcement. As promised, uh, when we did last night's show, we made the announcement about today's show where people can call in and still send questions. Well, here's the special announcement for this evening. So don't leave just yet, guys. I see see the numbers. Don't leave just yet. Thursday night's show, we're going to have a guest. This is a collaboration that people have been asking us for. Uh, the Jersey Boys are going to connect. And I'm not talking about me, Nick, and Tony. 
All right. Uh, you guys have been asking for it. I reached out to him. I got the okays and everything. He just didn't see my tweets. Uh, so I sent him a DM and he responded. Jason Aponte is going to be as long as everything works out. He's agreed to come on on Thursday. So that is going to be another crossover episode where two different platforms are joined together. Uh, so hopefully you guys can all make it. Come by, show Jason some love. Uh, we're going to give him some support and everything. That's the plans as of right now for Thursday. All right. So we'll see you guys there. My final thoughts are the same that I've been saying lately. Be good. Be kind to each other. All right. So, Brian, give us your sign out and then we're going to go home with some music, man. I love you all. Mahalo and aloha. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us. Them nothing but niners. Nine, 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 nine.